his sake not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake for to you it has been granted for Christ's sake not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake we can also read acts chapter 14 verse 22 confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of god today i just want to talk to you about sufferings of pain the reference that we read first philippians chapter 1 verse 29 says it has not been granted to us for christ's sake only to believe in him but what it says there is but also to suffer for his sake you might ask me okay fine we believe in jesus well why should we suffer for him he already suffered for us that means that we don't have to suffer god took all the suffering on our behalf Yes that's fine that's correct what you're saying is right but the word of god says that it's not enough that we just say that we believe jesus christ but when we believe him while living in this world we'll have many tribulations many persecutions will come against us many troubles will come in our life many sufferings will come in our life He's saying those sufferings are for Christ's sake. We have to bear that. We have to endure that sufferings. Not enough that we only believe on Jesus Christ. When we believe, we should also know that when we become a witness of him or a testimony of Jesus Christ, we will have to go through certain pains, certain sufferings in our life. See so you can when you see that epistle Paul writes from the prison when he writes that he knows after believing in Christ Jesus he went through so many troubles so many persecutions he explains all that in the book of Corinthians we can see Paul says he had to go through certain troubles in his life for the sake of Jesus for the word of God And when you see chapter 1 we can see that Paul says his life purpose what does he say there 121 when you read that for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain so Paul says the very moment i'm on this earth it's for Christ if i die for Christ's sake i count it as a gain He says he's he, there's nothing to lose in his life. Whether he live or die, it's for Christ. How are we this morning? Dear children of God, maybe when small troubles, small suffering, just a bit of pain come in our life, we just say, enough, Lord, I just cannot take anything else. I cannot bear this. This is too much lord and not with me lord 
when we step into the shoes of paul we can see that he went through lot of trouble lot of persecutions lot of hardships in his life but he never gave it up so his purpose was to live for christ chapter 2 when you see that his life pattern the pattern of his life chapter 2 verse 5 says that let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus he says that he has a mind of christ when you say we have the mind of christ we have to look everything in the point of christ view how does christ look into a matter into an affair that attitude that mind we should have that was his pattern the pattern of paul was that whatever happened in his life he said that is all for the furtherance of the gospel of christ or for the will of god he was not discouraged every disappointment he took it as an appointment of god he knew the lord he was serving when you come to chapter 3 we can see the prize of life life prize that he says in chapter 3 verse 14 i press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of god in christ jesus he know his calling Paul knew his calling. Why did Jesus call him? His calling was not of this earth. It was high calling. That was a high calling and he's saying that he pressed towards the mark for the prize of the high calling. We are all called by God. we are chosen we are selected from among the heathens see there are people who are more than educated than us there are people who are wealthier richer than us there are, there are people who are wiser than us beautiful than us but god chose us the love of god came searching for me and for you because we opened our hearts to him we never went searching or choosing him but he chose us we never ran behind the love of god the love of god came behind us when we never knew who christ was born into a traditional family born into christian homes didn't have any encounter with god didn't know christ personally at that point of time god came into our life he poured his love on us he selected us he called us with a high calling here paul says his calling is not an earthly calling it's a heavenly calling 
it's a high calling of god that also how did god call him in christ jesus we are all called that way through christ we came to know the father we came to god through christ and the fourth one he says here is in the fourth chapter we can see that paul says this is the life's power life's power chapter 4 verse 13 he says that i can do all things through christ which strengtheneth me i can do all things when paul says that i can do all things see nothing is left behind all things means everything whatever is hard for paul but paul says that i can do all things through whom through christ jesus who strengthens him christ jesus is our strength so paul says he can do everything dear children of god not only paul you can do all things through christ who strengthens you maybe this evening you're weak you are saying i'm tired lord i don't think i can do this god lord i'm not fit for this i think i'm not good here let me tell you friends give it to the hands of god you cannot do it yes you're right you cannot do it but you can do that through christ jesus who strengthens you who gives you the power to do that you cannot do with your ability you cannot do with your experience you cannot do it on your merit but you can do with the power of christ that strengthens you paul was very weak when we know come to corinthians we can see then chapter 12 there he says he prays to god for the thorn of his life to be moved a trouble a pain that he was facing he was going through he asked the lord many times and what did the god what did god tell him he said and he said unto me second corinthians chapter 12 verse 8 9 i'm reading and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness see here the word of god says my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore will i rather glory in my infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me so paul used to always glory in his infirmities in his weakness in things that he could not do why because christ gave him the strength in his weakness the strength made perfect in weakness the strength of god so here we can see that lies power in chapter 3 chapter 4 can see the christ uh, the church at philippi was founded as a result of a supernatural vision 
experienced by Paul while at the Troas during his second missionary journey. You can see that the background is this Philippians church, this church as in Acts of the Apostles chapter 16 verse 8 to 10. It was apparently Paul's favorite church. During his brief stay there, he and Silas saw God's work marvelously in the lives of many people. There are three individuals are named. The first is a nation businesswoman named Lydia, whom God saved from Judaism. Acts chapter 16 verse 13 to 15. You can see that. The first believer there was Lydia, a businesswoman. she was saved the second a greek soothsayer whom god saved from the spirit of divination acts chapter 16 verse 16 to 18 we can see that there the second believer 